0: trading Nut episode 112 start becoming profitable i think a key thing people should do is start making withdrawals and it doesn't have to be a huge withdrawal it can just be a very small withdrawal you know it can be a withdrawal to make like a little payment like a, a go go get dinner go get some food go to grocery stores right it can be a 50 dollar withdrawal and i just like to make those withdrawals the money will start feeling real cute The market's gonna do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading
1: What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host, Cam Hawkins, and today we've got Don Vo on the show, a.k.a. Controller FX. We find out why he's called Control FX in a minute, uh, so stay tuned for that. Now, a lot of you guys reached out and said, you've got to get this guy on, so that's what I've done. I've got him on for you. And look, it's his first ever podcast slash interview, so he's a trader first and probably a public speaker way down the list. So guys, there's a lot of nuggets in here, but you've gotta listen carefully to pick them up, okay? So we've got all of that coming up here on the audio show. Now, if you do wanna catch what Don does on video format. I've got a couple of videos we shot after the show. One is releasing with the show, and one will release a bit later. So make sure you're subscribed to everything here on Trading Nut. In fact, I've added a QR code to the Trading Nut website where you basically scan it on your phone and you get access to everything there. Just click on the ones you want to tap into. Okay, so that's one thing you can do after the show or whilst listening to it. Now, uh, yeah, so we've got two great videos and they're essentially just full-on courses of how this guy trades um the the video you're going to see initially is called his celery play and we talk about that later in the show now uh what else is going on here on trading Nut? other than these amazing videos and podcasts we've got new logo coming up okay so i've been working with a designer finally come up with the new trading nut logo which means i can get my first piece of merch out it's Get, it's in the final stages, right? So we're in the final stages of getting the logo developed. Once that's ready, then the merch can start being pumped out the door. I uh, hope you guys are going to like it. I mean, I've been working on this thing for probably I don't know three or four months now. Uh, I think I've got some good ideas. I'm hoping the stuff that you guys want going to want to put on your you know cap, your t-shirt, your mug, whatever it is, your mouse mat. Uh, I think it's quite unique. So stay tuned for that, uh, guys. The other things that are going on here if you haven't caught up with it we've got trader versus trader we've got three uh sorry five semi-finalists no we haven't we've got uh three semi-finalists already lined up some amazing trading going on over there so if you're looking to bolster your education then i do recommend heading over to the trading night youtube channel or just hit on challenges at the top of the site and you're going to get access to all of these uh or all of the season two of trader versus trader and also a couple of the guests versus guests we had uh, jp versus jd dowdy on the show and just even just single forex simulator challenges okay so guys go and check those out this is where you're going to get to see how these guys really approach the back testing um, of their strategies now if you want to do your back testing a bit faster, do remember I have got my Robot Builders Club where I teach you how to build trading robots without coding. It's a seven day video course. There's a whole bunch of support that goes with that as well, guys. I just built a robot for the guys called, uh, just based off a strategy that's on the internet. This happens once a month as well if you join. So, guys, go and check it out the Robot Builders Club. There's links in the show notes and description as well. All right, folks, without further ado, let's get on with the show here with Don Vo. Whether you're a struggling trader or a profitable trader, our sponsor, City Traders Imperium, are offering you the chance to become a fully backed Forex trader. That's right, get coached and funded with CTI today. All right, guys, we've got Don Vo on the show. So Don's a 20-year-old Forex trader who's only been in the game a couple of years but has done so well in such a short period of time that i thought i'd get him. well i didn't think i'd get him on the show you guys have actually reached out to me multiple people and said hey you could get this guy on the show he, he knows exactly what he's doing so no one has controller fx over there on instagram so don do you want to start off by telling us why you came up with the name controller fx
0: yeah so there's a thing going on where i control the markets like back when i had a group called your story only that was the first group I ever created used only and pretty much what happened was they're like don we have a good nickname for you. And I'm like, what is it? They're like, oh, you're like a market maker. I'm like, oh, cool, market maker. And next thing you know, I had a controller at my desk, and I came up with the name Market Controller. So that's how, it's kind of like a thing where I control the markets with the PS4 controller. Super Brilliant. <laughs> well, look, um,
1: so you're over there in Toronto, and I know I've had a lot of guests on the show from Toronto. Uh, we we want to hear your story, like how you got into trading, and... I know it's only short story, but I think the listeners out there are going to get a lot from it. Just to to help maybe condense their journey down a little bit. My name, mine's gone on for for way too long. Uh, so, do you want to start off with how you got into it
0: and all the way through to now? I think it was one of my. It was at my friend's birthday party. It was one of his friends. He came up to me and he was like, "Hey." Have you heard of Forex? I'm like, no, I haven't heard of Forex before. He's like, yeah, it's a, I'm like, what is it? It's like, you can trade currency pairs. You can trade oil, you can trade gold, et cetera. So I didn't think much of it. I went home that day and I hit him up again. I'm like, Hey, so what was it that you talked to me about? He's like, yeah, it's Forex. I'm like, okay. So I searched it up on Google, Bay pips, whatever. I had like a brief explanation of it, brief um examples of what Forex was. It's funny because I opened my account three days after I heard about Forex. Next thing you know, I blew my account three days after on NFP Day and I opened up that account.
1: Damn. And how much was in that account?
0: It was a three hundred dollar account. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. well,
1: not not cool. Um, so, so okay. So you blew your account. Then what happens next?
0: I blew my account and then pretty much what happened after was I think I just kept going on with it because I think that was the only time that I ever traded demo. Like even as a new trader, I know people always say, yeah, I always trade demo to practice whatever you want to work on. But for me, like I couldn't learn through demo. That's the thing. I couldn't learn through demo. It had to be a real account because I had to have real emotions for me to learn from my own mistakes. And that was the reason why um I never opened a demo account. So it was just through a bunch of live accounts after live accounts after live accounts. And I think in total, I went through about... 20 live accounts over the first year of me trading and obviously i wasn't profitable or anything right so i just kept blowing my accounts through the same reasons the same um, problems over again. and
1: and so so let's unpick this like 20 live accounts so blowing 20 live accounts is
0: 20 or more yeah
1: yeah i mean i think there's probably quite a few people out there going hang on a sec i've actually probably done the same now first of all how much money are you putting in each of these live accounts
0: it wasn't too much at a time i'll say it was more of like Three hundred here, five hundred here, a thousand here, some around that range. But it wasn't it was never like I never was all about twenty five k account or ten k account to start off with. Okay, I didn't have the capital gains myself from that.
1: Okay, so what were you doing from the original baby pips? I mean, did you have a strategy at that point, or did you see like did you learn something to go? Okay, I can't just buy willy nilly. I've got to actually go in there and and look at something <laughs> happening, and then go oh, now I'm going to buy or sell.
0: I, I didn't go too much deep into it. I think I went for the first kindergarten and grade one around that but i never went to like the high school university stages of it so it's just the basic of what is forex what is the currency why are the currency pairs the qe the dollar etc right so
1: so i suppose as you're progressing through these blown account i mean when did you start incorporating the the elements and at which points So like the elements being you know the money management the psychology and the strategy how did they come in i think I i
0: just learned from my mistakes as i kept blowing more accounts
1: so let's Talk about the strategy that you are using. So what strategy were you using for, uh, at the very start when you were blowing accounts?
0: I was a very emotional trader when I first started. It took me a lot more than just the first two accounts to really, um, get through those emotions in trading.
1: Okay, so when you say emotions, like, so you were literally just, you had no strategy. Is that what we what were...
0: Yeah, I'm trying to, I had no strategy when I first started, yep. Okay, no cool. all.
1: all right, so you were just like, I'm gonna make some money here, blow the account i'm going to make some, blow the account okay yep. right so at what point how many incidents like just you probably don't know the exact answer but it was 1 year 20 accounts how far into the 1 year and 20 accounts did you think actually i need to come up with a strategy just jumping in here with a quick message from my sponsor sage capital who provide education software and tools needed to increase anyone's ability to trade more successfully Perfect for people who are either still learning, too busy, or just want to use professional-grade strategies to build passive income. They've achieved high returns with relatively low risk and are available for auto-copying today. Go to
0: sagecapital.co.uk and start auto-trading today. Honestly, when I just got sick of it, for me to make a change or to me to really learn from mistakes, I have to learn from my own mistakes. i got to go through the same mistakes at least more than once and i'll figure out okay you know what it needs to stop i need i need to really change my habits change my way to train if i want to become proper right obviously training is not easy as it looks so and, and how did you know you got sick of it i mean like because sometimes
1: this just forms into a habit and people like you know the habit of blowing an account becomes yep. you know how did you break that habit
0: Like, I see a lot of people, like, they just tend to quit or to get tired of it and they stop trading forever, right? But I think I kind of, when I first started, I didn't really have a love for trading. It was more of just for the money. So, yeah, I was really money hungry when I first started trading. So, it was never really for the lifestyle of trading. It was honestly just okay I, I if i can make this 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 i can get these things that i, I wanted because at the time i just wanted everything that I, every other um force um grew out there wanted right just the lambos the condos the houses the beaches the vacations stuff like that so i really wanted that and i figured for me to really get there i just need to stop doing these things that are, bl- are messing up with my account that are blowing my account up okay
1: so so in terms of like the um I mean you still haven't really touched on the strategy here right so when did you come up with a strategy was that like if you had to have a guess was it six months into the the year or was it four four blowing accounts and can you remember how you
0: constructed that strategy um yeah i went through a lot a lot of mentors i think i learned through q banks that was one of my first mentors out there strategy wise like i went through a lot of i never read any books in fx it was more through just videos and one of the first courses I ever got helped me through that. It was about price action again, I just when I just had enough of me blowing accounts and me losing money to markets. I just figured that for me to be a profitable trader, I need to create a plan for myself right i mean, i think I think that's another thing that a lot of, especially new traders they have a hard heart um an issue with they don't really know well they know why they're losing money they know it might be because over leveraging over risking. But they don't want to create that plan and stick to that plan, right? Um, Their plan could just be, you know, trying to make a certain amount of money in a day, a certain amount of pips in a day, whatever it is. But I feel like when you create a plan for yourself, you're obviously creating a plan for you to be successful in the markets, right? So knowing if you follow that plan, everything else will come through naturally and the money will just come in.
1: Okay, so the plan, the, was the plan sort of more like a holistic plan? Like I'm going to make 3% a day or, or was it like I'm going to enter when... The moving average crosses here
0: or the the candle does this or the candle
1: does that. What was the plan?
0: The plan was honestly, now it's just not to over risk and probably two, three hours on charts a day max and take like one or three trades per day, right? And me sticking to that plan, everything just comes can naturally with the profits. Well, that's psychology wise. Like price action wise is obviously a whole different story, obviously i suppose what i'm trying to get to is the, the price action stuff like what what were you doing
1: there were you back testing were you practicing how did you go from i'm just completely emotionally going in there and just you know blowing accounts to i'm actually
0: looking for something specific on a chart so it came down to just because before i would just have a bunch of um i didn't know where to look at on the charts right i didn't know where to look at i'll be focused on the whole chart itself than just a specific area and now when i trade it's more of like okay i'm looking at today's chart how does today look how's the weekly look and how's my t- like the tango nasa's from today makes sense of the higher time frame so it's more of just concentrating on just one portion of the chart rather than just the whole entire the whole like, I don't i don't care about what's going to happen in um i don't care about what happened in 2017 right i care about what can happen like today or yesterday this week Okay, so you, so you gradually
1: after you know you still obviously blew accounts for a whole year, right? So how yeah. did you how did that start to turn around for you? I mean, when did you go? i finally cracked it. I mean, what actually changed at the end of that year?
0: I think it was when I started for really you look at my losses. Um, I think that was a turning point when I started looking at my losses and I started to figure out, okay, these are my losses, these are my wins, and I started to create like this sample size for my wins where right? I started to get rid of my losses focus on them um and focus more on the wins and how i won those trades i think that's that that's when everything kind of clicked for me
1: okay so you focused on the wins as opposed to focusing on the losses
0: yes like oh. i'll focus on the losses for example like now what i do is i'll take for example 10 trades, right? For this just, just example, 10 trades. If I lose two of them, I'll figure, I'll look back at those two losses and I'll be like, okay, why did I take this loss? What time was it What time was it during the day? Uh, what session was I, was I trading? What range was I trying to catch? And me doing that, I guess backtesting that and it make me end up just getting rid of those, um, that's the same stuff that I'll enter, I usually enter off when I do take the losses.
1: So I usually enter off when you do take the
0: losses? What, sorry, what does that mean? So... I would figure out why I'm losing the trade. Yeah. And when I figure it out, I'll just try to avoid those type of trades in the future. Uh, okay, right, right,
1: right. So when you see yeah. something, that okay, you can avoid it. And um, I mean, if you had to sort of describe your strategy
0: now, what is that? How would you describe it? Uh, my strategy now is just mainly price action and just a lot of can- candle structures. Okay. Right. Or no, and- sorry, not candle structure. More of just reading candles and also like kind of reading them backwards as well. Reading them backwards, what does that mean? Yes, reading them backwards. So, like, for example, like, you have, like, a four-hour candle, right? And how many one-hour candles are in a four-hour candle?
1: Uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got, yeah, four four one-hour candles, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I start to, like, break the candles down to, like, kind of stories. Like, we'll have the chapters, we'll have um, the pages, you know, et cetera. Uh, Okay, right, right. And
1: how did you come up with that idea? Was that through a mentor or coaching or something like that? Or did you work it out yourself?
0: That, I, I learned three counts backwards by myself but the whole introduction to candles came from uncle ted because i one day, i remember one day i sent him a chart and my chart was just zoomed out with a bunch of stuff on it and he's like hey zoom in he cropped a part of a chart he screenshot it sent it back to me he's like focus on this what happened in this structure here so i'm like that's when i figured out okay why do i need to care about what happens in 2017 when today this is what's happening in the markets uh, okay
1: Right, and so what was he saying? Like, basically, have a look back, and because um, if you, I suppose, was price heading towards that 2017 area to the left, basically look left and see what's happening. Is that what what he was saying?
0: Yeah, so I just use 2017 as a reference, like yeah. back in his historical data. But like now, if I do, like for example, if I'm looking at gg today, I'm looking just I'm just constantly looking left, and today's left traffic to where prices right now would be the 12th of February. So literally like five days ago so it's not i'm not it's not like too many years back it's just where current where price is right now like this month this year etc
1: okay and so you sort of mentioned earlier on that you're taking one to three trades a day how many pairs are you looking across to take your trades mainly right now two pairs it'll be gold and Ah, oh, okay right G P J P Y. Yep. yeah and you can always eke out one or two trades out of out of those pairs no problems
0: like not every day, because sometimes like market, you know, market is a bit rangy, and, and I, I'm not able to really take trades during that session. But let's say, for example, I'm shooting from six thirty a.m. Eastern to nine thirty. If I see opportunities, I take them, and the max I'll take is probably three. If there's none, then there's none. I'll call it a day.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Cool. And what sort of risk to reward are you looking at? My main risk to reward is probably a one to one, one to one or one to two. I'll say. Okay. But lately with gold, it's been one of five, one of six, but depends
1: on the trade okay right so so gold gold's obviously going to be a be a high winner so if you're looking at gj and gold i mean what's and you're doing one-to-one on gj i mean what win rate are you having to sort of stick to to or are you get achieving to to be profitable there
0: did you say on win rate
1: yeah Depending win rate. Yeah, sorry. one-to-one obviously you need to win at least 50 percent to break even so you must be yep. winning you must be over 50 i mean how 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 much do you profit out of that
0: here's the thing like when i tra- do trade gold or gj a thing i go by is when i get to like 10 pips that's when i'm usually closing partials of my positions and moving stops to break even obviously and then usually i'll attempt runner positions or i just let i would close the full position at 10 pips okay. that's usually how i trade now
1: okay so so it's literally one to one you got a 10 pip stop 10 pip take profit and you're just going to be out of that 10 pip. but how how many of those are you winning if you break it down into to each pair because once gold's obviously got a higher uh reward gjs uh, you've got to be it's got to be a higher win rate because you, you've got a
0: one-to-one yeah like i'll say 80 percent plus win rate i mean we've been doing it on a live stream since i believe last april and ever since i mean i guess eight percent plus anything more and that's on both gold and
1: and gj yep that's oh gold. awesome awesome stuff okay and so how did you eliminate all the other pairs then
0: yeah, so I think it really comes down to just what time zone you're trading and who you are as a trader, right? So, for example, um, if you're from the East Coast, you'll be looking to trade the NY session. The reason that is, because, or you'd be, uh, it depends on your job as well, If you know, whatever time you're free during a day. Um, for example, if you're free during a New York session every day, then you'll be looking to trade pairs that are involved during a New York session. For example, you have, or a New York session and London overlap, right? For example, you have um, gold. You have USDJPY, you have GJ, right? So that's how I came up with Pound Yen, I think because I'm from a New York session, of course. Ah, okay,
1: okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, awesome stuff. Now, you talked about a live streaming. What does your typical uh, trading day look like? Two to three hours, how do you, how do, you do that?
0: Yeah, so I'll get up um, around 5 a.m. Eastern, um, take a shower, hop on a charts at around 6, start the live streams up at 6.30, trade till around... 10 a.m um and then after i'll get on work a business call actually with one of my um my friends and we're actually working on a huge project for the forest community that's coming later this year that'll be free for everyone oh awesome stuff
1: cool all right so you, you're literally free free from the charts at 10 and you just don't look back right you
0: just you i don't you're look done. back no okay. like okay. sometimes i'll look at the asian session i'll hop on like at around 7:30 to 8 and there's no move then i just kind of get off the charts or there's no volume i mean
1: and and what do you think like what do you think made you different from everyone else out there who's been at this for more than more than a year and still either blowing accounts or holding on to small accounts or whatever they're doing um what do you think made you different do you think you have different traits or different sort of uh were there different actions you took that other people may not be taking
0: when i first started i'll say i was like everyone else over trader over risker but as Time went by. I Started to learn from my mistakes more. I guess I'm more of a disciplinier now. Like if, you, if people also talk about with discipline on the streams, but it's like I'll I'll be in the for example, I'll see a 100 pip range, right? 100 pip range, and I'll see the whole move go by. I'll I'll probably only catch maybe 10 pips out of the whole entire range. And people are like, "Well, how didn't you have any emotions?" Um, after the rest of the move came down for the rest of the 100 pips, I'm like, "Well, it's because this I was another day, right?" You you trade you trade for another day. You don't trade for just today. Um, you know you do whatever today. Next thing you, tomorrow you come back on the charts. So you you try catch the same move over again.
1: So it's funny, yeah. I mean, I I really understand that now. And look, it took me ages, ages to, yeah. to get there because I I had I know you if guys if you do head over to my YouTube, you'll see there's a members only video there where I walk through the best week I've ever had of trading. And actually, I was up there with the eighty percent win rate as well. And and it was one-to-one was all i was doing one-to-one trades so risk one game one and like uh, like one of my mentors was saying hey what you're missing out on? like you know 40 50 60 pips whatever it is um and uh uh, on the move and i'm like yeah but i'm i've had the best week i've ever had so i'm not complaining about it Um, hey because
0: you know why it is was that it's um like let's say for example it came down 100 pips there right yeah. Like you see clean traffic, like there's like news or something coming on today. You see clean traffic coming down, Jesus pricing down. You don't, you never really miss a move. And I'll tell you why. It's because that move that came down today in the future, if we ever create like a range again, obviously, it's better if I show you on a chart, but if you ever create a range again, we'll potentially push back up. And when we push back up, we're just going to retrace that move that you potentially missed that day. So you can't really miss a move. It, there's always going to be something, no matter what it is. Yeah. And then look, and it, you could be, you know, kicking
1: yourself going, oh, I missed that big drop. and Or like, say, say you missed that drop. It wasn't a big drop. It was just a drop. It was like, you know, maybe six, seven candles, maybe 10 candles. It all went down in your, your direction. And you're like, oh, I'm gutted. I've missed it. But then you're right. It'll probably come back, get back to the entry point, take out yep. all the people who've gone to break even, and then just shoot down in like, you know, one candle. And so it's like, Oh, hang on a sec, I probably was better to get the retest and then get the uh the shoot down versus the the 10 candle weighted out and see and uh and then you know uh, and you and you stop doesn't get taken out of break even so um see so yeah so there's swings and roundabouts on that okay so really well, for you it was it was you worked out how to be a disciplined trader and that was the key and I think, you know, geez, we've heard it so many times on the show. I, like, How would you recommend somebody get to become a disciplined trader? Because I think that's what is the one thing that
0: kills everyone. I think the only way is to just stop. Like there's no book or anything out there that tells you how to really stop. Because again, it's all within your emotions, right? The only way to stop is if you just stop. That's literally the only way. I, there's nothing else to it. Um, there's no secret method, secret formula. It's answer is to stop over-trading or stop over-risking to get through that discipline. Right.
1: So stop overtrading, stop overrisking, and is there anything else to stop? It's like
0: it's like it's like for example, like you you know you go on a bike, ride right? you fall off your bike because you're riding with no hands, right? And then you come back, you come back and you're asked, well done, I fell off my bike today because I didn't ride my bike with any hands. Well, what makes you think you fell off your bike? Because you rode with no hands. So same thing when it comes to trade overrisking, Rick. Right? Oh, well, done, I blew my account today. Um, I was over trading, over risking. Why, would, why, why did I blow my account? Well, because you were over trading, over risking, right? It's just like there's no other way to really um stop. It's the only way to just to just stop.
1: <laughs> yeah, just yeah. So it's <laughs> like yeah. I think if it's probably a good analogy, right? To think about it as a you know, I'm riding a bike without any hands, without using my hands. Okay, so when you're doing something that when you're in the market and you're doing something like that, just think about that picture in your head. Have I got my hands? On the handlebars. Um, Now, what about retail traders working a day job? What steps would
0: you recommend they take? Start becoming profitable. I think a key thing people should do is start making withdrawals. And it doesn't have to be a huge withdrawal, it can just be a very small withdrawal. You know, it can be a withdrawal to make like a little payment, like a, a Go get, go get a dinner. Go get some food. Go to grocery stores, right? You can pick a fifty dollar withdrawal, and as you start to make those withdrawals, the money will start feeling real to you. When the money is in your account, you're treating you're treating it like just you know whatever paper money. Um, it's it's all it's it's digital, right? It's just yeah. a screen. But when it's in your it's in your hand, it's in cash. It will, that fifty dollar in your account and a fifty dollar in your hand it will feel a lot more different. It will feel physical, and you're gonna actually make use of it.
1: It's funny because another guest said the same thing. Right, make that withdrawal, and I've got a question for you because this has come up recently. So, say somebody puts a grand in an account, they lose five hundred bucks by doing stupid stuff, then they make it back to six hundred dollars, and at that point, should they take a withdrawal of fifty dollars because they've made? a hundred dollars on that five hundred dollars or are you saying wait until you get to a so you're now going to double your account your 500 to get to 1050 or i'd say 1100 to then take 50 dollars of that because you now made money on the original deposit what's your thoughts on that should should you just say any withdrawal on a profit is good or are you like no no get the account back into positive status so that withdrawal is now going to be um, uh, additional to what you deposited.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. I think, uh, especially new traders, when they come to the game, they think like trading is like some type of formula you know, you got to follow to become profitable, right? Like they always ask these, these questions all the time. It's yeah. like, how long until you become profitable? Um, when should I start making withdrawals? And it's, it all depends on your comfort level. At the end of the day, and what you're comfortable doing. Again, um, when it comes to making withdrawals, you can just withdraw anything as long as you're comfortable with it. You know, you can withdraw your whole account, you can withdraw half of your account, but it's just so the money can feel real. Like that's the whole point of the withdrawals. Because if you don't, if you wait there's never that right time to make withdrawals, and that's what people wait for. They want to wait until they you know, get a uh, 1,000% account growth or whatever number they want, special number they want to reach in the head for them to, or in order to make a, a withdrawal. So.
1: So I think that's the answer there, guys, is just make the withdrawal, right? Even if you've drained your account, just make a withdrawal. Win one trade and withdraw that trade is probably my advice. Now, the other thing is... Oh, no, I'm not even going to ask that. It's probably just... It's too obscure. Now, thinking about a price chart, I mean, what three things would you recommend a trader educate themselves on when looking at a chart? I think
0: the first thing is porn resistance, right? I feel like that's just... Everything in trading, like there's different ways to view the markets. Like people can view support resistance as a they you know people use indicators for example, right? And they have for example fib or EMA. A fib in this case, a 61.8 fib is similar. Is if I were to go, go, put, go on trust right now and show you what a 6.8 fib is, it's honestly just a support. And I feel like there's different ways to view the markets, and people use different tools in the markets to you know view. But at the end of the day, I feel like everyone's similar so the way i view it is just you know simple candles simple support and resistance and simple um ranges that's it okay and so so candles is there like one thing you can tell us about a candle
1: that that you haven't already told us in the show
0: yes not just count patterns it's more of just the candle alone so for example yeah you obviously have a high you have a low you have a wick you have a bond wick you have a body you have a closure you have an opening right those things that's the basic fundamentals of candles but i think it, it, it comes down to learn to treat a candle as a story. Like, you see a candle, for example, with a wick, with a huge wick, people will be, be like, okay, that might just be, a you know, a market trap. It, it might just be a liquidity wick, right? But when you really break down the candles and break that, you know, for example, it's a one-hour candle, you break that candle down, on a small time frame, those candles are just ranges creating that wick. So I feel like it's, it, there's a story to every candle and so much more than just, you know, high lows, body closures, and et cetera.
1: That's interesting stuff. That guys, that there is gold. I think like so. Just take that on board, and um, and maybe have a have a think about it. I think yeah. Trap ranges being a wick. That's really cool stuff. So, what about traders' mindset? So we've sort of tried to get into it a bit today. We've got a little bit there around the withdrawals. I mean, do you have any other special techniques you can share with us that might help somebody fix their mindset to get a trader's mindset?
0: Don't focus on the money. Don't focus on the pips. Just focus on creating a plan and sticking to that plan. Whatever the plan is, like a plan that works for me is not to over trade, not to overrisk, and just sticking you know, to um, stick two, two, three hours on a chart a day. By following that plan every single day, profits will naturally come. You won't make profits every day. Obviously, some of these aren't trading days, but that's why you wouldn't have a pip goal or a money goal, right? Because when you have those pip goals and money goals, what's going to happen is you're going to put pressure on yourself for no reason to make a certain amount in a day. To make a certain amount um, um, of pips in a day a certain amount of money in a day whereas if you have like a discipline plan you're just following those three steps and long term it's gonna work out a lot more and a lot better
1: so it, that's a great answer by the way uh, so if there was one thing you recommend uh any retail trader spend the next month mastering what would it be and how could they go about mastering it
0: i think the best thing you do is go back and look back at your losses Not just the losses and be like, yeah, you know, I'll I'll never do that again. I think it's a lot more than that. It's like look back at your losses and figure out, go deep into detail. You know, look at when you took that trade, how you took that trade, what range was it in, how were the candle structures within that range. And obviously, by looking back at those losses, you eventually avoid them in the future.
1: Nice. And is there any way you sort of, uh, I'm just sort of thinking in my head, is there any way you would like, uh, for example, try and, help yourself avoid those losses. So how do you notice that that's a losing trade in the future?
0: Yep. So you obviously want to have like a decent sample size when it comes to your trades. Um, obviously, when you take a trade, you're not just taking around trades, right? You want to have, you want to take a trade that you are, you have taken in the past. You have a decent sample size if you've won a lot in the past, right? For example, it can just be a break and retest trade. Just a simple break above a range, closures, and taking a buy off that, right? But when you take a loss with it, figure out, Kinda, I guess it goes more with the candles. Like, how are the candles reacting in that situation? And obviously, a different time frames as well.
1: And were you a big uh, fan of back when you got started?
0: Yes, I was. But then I kind of realized that when I'm just back testing um all day, it's not really gonna help me. I'd rather just spend you know two three hours back testing, max a day, or on a charts even, because your brain can't function past like, three four hours, right?
1: And and are you still back testing these days when you're just to keep yourself,
0: like, you know, as they say, sharpening the sword? Not really. Like, here's what I do nowadays. Like, it, it might be different for you guys, but I would live stream my trades, and I'll go back and look back at my losses. I'll try to figure out what made me take that trade there. And then, again, I'll write it down, you know, I'll record it, save it in my phone. And in the future, if that same, you know, structure comes up, that same situation comes up again, I won't take that exact trade again.
1: And and so like so we we sort of dive in at the start around that you know streak streak of loss of blowing accounts, you've you've had a a quality year, I mean how can you sort of walk us through how this past year has been or year and a bit's been uh, for you from from a trading point of view I mean how yeah, I suppose and, and where to next?
0: Yeah, so I mean quarter four of the year I actually gave my account a little break, um, not really a break but I just kind of half my account. And I went with a much smaller account size based off of what I saw in the first year uh, or the first two years of trading, um, whereas quarter four of the year was usually just very slow and non-volatile. So I did that on my account, and as quarter one came up again, I started to, you know, oh, obviously quarter four, I still made some money, still built the account back up. So quarter one started, eventually I came back to my old lot size, my regular lot size, and now I'm just increasing my lot size slowly. Um, Obviously, it comes with time, obviously, but yeah. And, and did you get funding at all, or did you like go to a, a funding
1: provider like my sponsor, C- uh, City Traders Imperium, or or anything like that? No,
0: not really. It was just mainly just my capital. Okay, cool. And uh, and what's what's plans for the future? Again, like i every time someone asks me this, or even like just a New Year's resolution thing, I, I just tell them I'm trying to do whatever I did last year, but just better than I did last year.
1: Cool, cool.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna go quick fire round here. So the really short
1: answers: one word, two word. Uh, might yep. be t- 20 word answers for some of these questions but how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable two years what's your favorite entry setup the celery play
0: sorry what was that the celery play you know the vegetable celery celery the celery play. yeah so we have like specific setups sorry is this is a rapid answer uh, or yeah, you want me to yeah. explain yeah yeah Explain it a bit. Or, or okay, a bit. okay, yeah. So I'll actually, later on in the video, I'll explain on, on that chart. I okay, that cool. Be easier. Yeah. Okay, guys, so check that out. We've got to do a video after this. We're going to see what the celery
1: replay looks like. Um, <clears throat> what strategies do you use to exit uh, or manage trades? Candle structures. I read candles. Okay. What's your recommended trading book or resource? I never read any books, but as resource, I'll say Uncle Ted was one of them what's your preferred broker and trading platform? My broker is the traders domain. Uh, do you want to walk us through your worst trade ever? Yes,
0: yeah, so it's a funny story. So there was one day I had like an old signal provider when I first started trading, right? When I had an old signal provider I followed and I paid for his signals. And there was a day where he's like, okay guys, today is AUD. Rate cuts. I'm like, okay, cool. I can make a lot of money here. He's like, yeah. Expect a, a huge spike today in the markets. So what I did was I went on my way that day, or I think it was that week in general. I went on my my week and I was looking for a one to one thousand leverage account. And then obviously I I yeah I look for one to one thousand. It's kind of rare, but I found one. I loaded it up with like I think three four hundred bucks. And on the news, on the day of the news, the hours before, I followed his signal and it was a buy stop, you know, a yeah. buy stop. So yeah. I, I put, four, I went for margin. I think I put like a two or three lot on that trade on like a 500 dollar account with a one to 1,000 leverage. And I mean, it was in profit or I think the first half second. Next thing you know, I look back at my screen, my account's gone and in negatives, like negative okay. 800. So I had to pay back my broker. Was, did he run the broker as well
1: no i'm just kidding um right <laughs> so
0: if, if you could leave our <laughs> listeners with one piece of advice what would it be don't overtrade. one or two trades two three hours on charts a day max and don't over trade cool right now before we wrap up what's the best way for the guys to get a hold of you yeah you can contact me on instagram or you can just hop onto a live stream and ask other questions you want cool awesome stuff well guys look If
1: you do want to find out more and see the video we're going to shoot just after this then head over there to TradingNut.com, search for controller fx or don in the search box uh, and you're going to find everything we've discussed there along with those links and Guys, until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. There you have it folks, interview with Don Vo. controller effects done and dusted. Now do remember that we shot a video, in fact we shot two videos after this. Go and check them out on TradingNut.com. You're gonna see a salary play uh, trade setup. And also, we did another video where he basically walks through his entire strategy. It's like a free mini course, okay? Guys, head over there, Trading Up. The first video will be out now, and the other video, you'll have to subscribe for updates to get that. Uh, also, remember, new logo and merch coming your way, and be sure to subscribe so you can check out those Trader versus Trader uh, and Forex Simulator challenges coming up. And if you do want to do your backtesting even quicker than that, then you know where to go, Robot Builders Club. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode.